Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, friends. Welcome to the Bustle Huddle. I'm Caitlin Abbott, your host and senior features editor here at Bustle. On this week's show, we're hoping to help you answer a question that requires either a lot of thought or a wild Saturday night out. Should I get a tattoo? So I've answered that question a few times myself, actually. I have five tattoos. They're mostly on my arms, um, and they're very personal. You know, they're about friends, family, um, and they're just an expression of where I was in my life at that time. One of them is just, you know, something I got when I had $25 to, like, spend on a tattoo. People do them for all sorts of different reasons, and that's what we want to talk about today. So let's get started. This week, Bustle Beauty editors Olivia Munter and Amanda Richards will drop by to make sure we know which permanent decisions are trendy this year and which ones are not. Also, Brooklyn tattoo artist M16 gives us some tips on finding the right artist for you, and she shares some things she'll never tattoo on anyone ever. And (laughs) this is my favorite part. We're going to follow my producer, Anna, as she gets her first tattoo. To kick things off, Here are some Bustle editors talking about their tattoos. 10, 11, 11 tattoos. A hot air balloon on my inner arm. A giant star on my lower back. A Harry Potter quote on my ankle until the very end, which is from the dedication of the last book. No, no, it's not like directly over my butt. It's like off to one side. One of the first things people ask me about my tattoos is, did it hurt? Which isn't surprising, considering a lot of people who've never gotten tattoos think they feel like this. Repeated shots in your arm over and over. I would probably just softly sobbing the whole way through. Like a ton of little bee stings. If you slice your finger open and then repeatedly hit it with a rubber band. Okay, that was gross. In all seriousness, for me, it wasn't that bad. TBH, I'd rather get a tattoo than go to the dentist. I don't think it's as awful. Pinches or it feels prickly. Walking through like a garden. And you know how there's sometimes those little sharp pines? Just like prick, 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 prick. scratching a sunburn. Being kneaded by a cat that needs its nails cut. Yeah, that sounds more accurate. The first time I got a tattoo, the most painful part was actually telling my parents. I hid it for like a week and a half, and then I completely broke down because I hate lying. They think they're pretty tacky, and they're Jewish, so like, you're not really supposed to do that. Oh, my mom was completely heartbroken. Another thing people tend to ask is, What if I regret it? I almost got a tattoo, I'm not making this up, I swear, of an eggplant. I was gonna get um, Hello Kitty on the back of my neck. My grandpa, like his, you know, signature dish was eggplant parm. And so it was a heart with wings. And in the middle of it was gonna say, set my heart free. Why the hell would I wanna go through life to set my heart free? Now imagine now. Thank God I didn't. Would have come across very, very salacious. So I can only speak for myself, but I don't regret any of my tattoos, even the $25 one. All of my tattoos, even if they're not my favorite aesthetically right now, I don't feel like they change me as a person. And so I just I just choose not to regret them. 
There are so many different tattoo trends right now, some more regrettable than others, which is why we called in Bustle's beauty editors, Amanda Richards and Olivia Munter, to share their knowledge of celebrities' best and worst tattoos, 2018's biggest trends, and the tattoos they're glad they never got. Anytime a celebrity gets a tattoo, we cover it. Yeah, it's like, it's not a breaking situation per se, but it's like we have to get on that and cover it right, quickly. We're not going to like drop what we're doing to cover it, but <laughs> eventually within the course of 12 hours, we're going to cover it. I mean, I think in terms of the celebrities that are getting like the very tiny, minimal tattoos, that's definitely more of a thing. Like I think people are interested in what Selena Gomez is getting because if it's a really tiny tattoo that looks cool on Instagram, then they too can go and get that tattoo. The one time that a celebrity has specifically made me think like I should do that to myself is Rihanna's like under boob torso tattoo. Love that one. That's I was like, like I should fully like just get a big thing there because it looks good but like my boobs don't look like Rihanna so ma- I don't know. You also to be fair anyway. like Rihanna could, could do anything and I'm pretty sure you would be like oh. well. Yeah I mean just recently I-, I feel like they're not they're not like stigmatized anymore but that's pretty recent because I remember like five years ago people like still telling me like, oh, if you have a visible tattoo, you know, hide it for your job interview. Now no one says that. Maybe it's just because I work in media. I'd be interested to know how like other, like our readers who don't work in media or have don't have creative jobs, can they show off their tattoos? I don't know. Yeah, I think if you're a doctor and you have a full sleeve, is that a problem? That's hot. I, I think know, it actually. is. Because <laughs> actually, I want to meet this person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's someone out there, but I definitely have friends that have a lot of tattoos and more you know, traditional professions that have to cover them. Um, I was wondering if you guys could talk about some of the tattoos you remember from your childhood that maybe scared us away from getting them. Don't want to date myself, but like the earliest tattoos I can remember being like abhorrent were the Looney Tunes, Mm -hmm. like people doing the Tweeties and the Bugs Bunnies. And I never had the impulse for that. (laughs) And I thank God every day. Yeah. I don't know if there is a character, a cartoon character I love enough, but I think if I was like 13 and able to get a tattoo, I would have made some really bad decisions. I think I'd be, okay, so here's what I think. I think if you were legally allowed to get tattoos before 18, I would be covered in like the Weezer Flying W mm-hmm. and yep. really like <laughs> pensive song lyrics from bands that are terrible that I don't listen to anymore. Like. It would but be dating ugly. yourself, I was like, I bet I'd have a guster tattoo. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, no. you really think back to like the many, many things that at eighteen you think you're so completely sure of and will never change in any way, shape, or form that inevitably do change. This this brings us to a great question, which is, what do you think people should think about before getting a tattoo? Coming from two brilliant beauty editors. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Um, I can't really answer that question because I didn't do a lot of thinking for my first tattoo. I just woke up one day on my 25th birthday, actually, and I was like, you know what I should do today? And I just did it. And then my second tattoo was just something I'd always wanted. So honestly, you don't even have to ask yourself, do I really want this? But like, be honest with yourself. Like, do you want to live a long life? And at the end of that life, see that thing on your body. Like, just think about your old self and be like, do I want that there? Yeah, and I think you have to sort of accept that you may not feel the same way about it in five years or 10 years and 15 years. And are you okay with that? And is it worth it? A lot of people I know that have a ton of tattoos, or at least my close friends, kind of view it as, you know, I just like the artistic aspect of it, and I just want this. And 
in 10 years, I'm going to say I wanted this at this time in my life. And that's why I'm going to like it. It sort of goes along with just like having a body in general. Like our bodies are probably like the most temporary thing, like characteristics of, of our bodies and the way we look change all the time. So to me, it's a really good point about like, are you going to be okay with feeling differently about it? Just like, are you going to be okay with feeling differently about anything in your appearance in 10 years? And I also think tattoos are less permanent than they used to be, right? So you can like get them removed much more easily. You can get them covered up with a different tattoo. Do we know what it takes to get rid of one though? Because I still feel it's like it might be- and expensive. Yeah. But- probably only going to get easier as we get older right, right. like by the time we're gonna... older it's gonna be like a cream you they'll, just put it they're on just gonna give you a whole new skin <laughs> actually <laughs> i mean there are a lot of people who do great work doing kind of reconstructive work with tattoos which i think is really great too and it sort of shows how this thing that people thought was you know for like tough people <laughs> can actually be like a really beautiful thing for everyone a lot of that sort of like stigmatization of tattoos it's like it used to be associated with poor people and so therefore it wasn't okay it was seen as quote-unquote classless or trashy for better or worse when as people of a certain like privileged status decide that something is cool and they make it cool then all of a sudden it's twee and it's eccentric there's layers yeah there's mm -hmm. certainly layers. um but let's talk about that word twee because i think it says a lot about where it can be used to describe a lot of the tattoos that people are getting today um, are there any tattoos trends that you're like, I hope we don't, we aren't doing this in 2019? I, I don't know because I feel like it's like, I don't care what you do. So like you can do whatever you want with your body. Anything that's like cultural appropriation, obviously. Oh. Hopefully we've advanced. Okay, now you're making me look yeah. bad. I'm I like, think, yeah. I think we're <laughs> starting to move past that point. Yeah. A little yeah. bit. A little bit. I'm sure it's no still more happening. Catchers. Yeah. Dream catchers. It is true. Like those kinds of tattoos, cultural appropriation and like Chinese characters, um, anything that could be considered quote unquote tribal, it goes hand in hand with fashion. No more culturally appropriate fashion, no more tribal print, no more um, even like Chinese characters. I used to wear like Chinese character jewelry when I was in middle school. Now mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my God. Well, yeah, it was like Gwen Stefani made right. it super popular. Exactly. Yeah. And that goes right along with the tattoo thing. So yeah, that's true. I would not like to see any more of those in 2019, but thankfully I haven't seen many in 2018. So do you guys have tattoos? Yes. Yes. Yeah. How many? What are they? Tell me everything. So I have one tattoo. It's very small, maybe like two inches or something on my rib cage. And it is Roman numerals that stand for a Bible verse because I was very religious, I guess, in high school. Um, but I'm glad I got Roman numerals because it's not something I would get today, even though I, like, respect that time of my life and everything. Do you want to share what the Bible verse is? Or Please. is that too intimate? Um, I don't remember now. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to look it up. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> I love the fact that it's like, oh, yeah, when I was young, I got a tattoo on my rib cage and that, like, makes you feel like oh Olivia so sexy so wild she's like it's a bible verse <laughs> that I don't remember that I don't remember <laughs> but you know one of the most annoying things about it is that people don't see it that often but when I'm at the beach or whatever it's like what does it mean what does it mean people always grab me like I'll be checking out at a store or something and somebody will grab my arm and be like what does this say like literally physically grab me and I'm just like that's this is not an invitation yeah you know you can just ask it's not like touch this it's grab my arm i mean yeah i'm tempted to just like change the meaning every time at this point each of these like sticks represents a boyfriend that i've murdered <laughs> thank you so much for asking <laughs> these are all the people i've killed after they asked me what this meant <laughs> goodbye
Amanda, tell me about your tattoos. Okay, so I have two. And the first one I got when I was 25, I was living in Seoul. And I was like, I don't have any tattoos yet. Um, My father put the fear of God in me when I was young. And then I was living, you know, in another, you know, hemisphere. And I was like, I'm going to do it. I woke up on my 25th birthday and I just went to a tattoo artist I was like, I'll have a bird because that's what everybody was having was a bird at that time. <laughs> I considered a bird as well. Yeah, it's a bird. <laughs> but I wanted my bird to be different because I didn't want to be just like a typical hipster with a bird tattoo. Right. So they he he sketched it out for me and he put a top hat on it. And I was oh like, yes, <laughs> it makes sense. Let me see. It is the most handsome looking, charming bird. This leads to a great tip I have for people, which is. If you really want a certain kind of tattoo, you have to wait till you find the right kind of artist. Because someone who does some like crazy detailed skulls wasn't going to be able to do my second tattoo, which is a negative space line drawing of Freddie Mercury, who coincidentally I learned about and loved because of my dad. And then I tattooed him on my body, which my dad did not love. But then eventually he was like, yeah, I get it. So in the last five years, what are some popular tattoo trends? So first, I definitely think that the tiny, the micro tattoo, which can be anything from a tiny version of a regular tattoo that you put on like your finger or like the back dog. of your ear, like a teeny mini dog, like anything <laughs> like you a want. a single letter. Yeah, a single letter, like teeny, teeny, tiny, but in like, you know, like on your finger, the back of your ear. It could also just be like literally a line, like me or a dot. Oh, this reminds me, though, I want to talk about the tattoo that everyone was getting when I was choosing my tattoo. So six years ago uh, an infinity symbol is anyone familiar with that yes, an infinity symbol dissolving into birds what it's a thing <laughs> I, <laughs> a feather dissolving into birds and an infinity symbol dissolving I think, into birds. i think you need to describe the feather dissolving into birds because that is the most outrageous thing I've ever honestly there's just a lot of things dissolving into birds in general but the feather i mean it's your standard feather like a bird feather as all feathers are. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. You're fine. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's just like slowly falling apart. But instead of like feather particles, these particles are birds. Everyone Imagine. knows what I'm talking about. I, I, if they I like shopped at Urban Outfitters five years ago. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit older than Olivia. So I feel like that wasn't a thing for me. Like, no, I think we are of the Tweety Bird yeah. generation. Sports teams, butterflies, mm-hmm. roses, roses. Kind I grew of up in shoulder Boston, rose. so there were a lot of four leaf clover, shamrocks. Okay, in my like memory of tattoos, mm-hmm. I grew up in Cleveland, so there's a lot of unfortunate like sports mm-hmm. things like Chief Wahoo or Cleveland oh, Browns. No. Oh, no. <laughs> so mean, sorry. Listen, like you said, put anything you want on your body. Think like a male-centric pro sports team is a bad idea. Across the board, just put it's it out. It's just there. the branding is not great. It's never beautiful. No. It just looks very weird. But you know, we're not here to judge. We're but not here to judge. Maybe a little. Hey, yeah. Now, if the sports symbol was dissolving into birds, yeah. I think it could work. <laughs> you know, the the Patriot dissolving into birds. Just Tom Brady's face dissolving into birds. <laughs> oh my God! Someone probably has it somewhere. Yep. All right. If you get that tattoo, we'll pay for it. You heard it. You heard it, it here first. On, it's on the record. And I will love Venmo you forever. Me. <laughs> so, Amanda, Olivia, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having us. This, this was fun. So fun. I want to talk about tattoos all day with you. Same. <laughs> Same. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery 
starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, now that we know what tattoos everyone is getting these days, our producer, Anna, is ready to take the plunge. Here she is on her way to a tattoo studio in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn, for her first tattoo. Like, what's his name? Like, Keith Richards? Like, he wouldn't be stressed out about a tattoo. Oh, I think I'm, go- I'm going oh, here, to, actually. Uh, yeah, okay. to the tattoo Very parlor. Right Thank here. you. Hi. Nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you. Come on in. You can this is M16, a.k.a. Emily North a lifelong artist with a giant Instagram following. I really like stories. I like telling personal stories and I like hearing stories. I feel like that's part of tattooing that drew me to it. She's dedicated to ensuring her tattoo parlor is a safe, welcoming space for clients of all genders and identities. I have a sign up that says it's a safe space and that you know, body negativity, racism, sexism won't be tolerated. So I really try to foster that space. What different culture are you trying to create in your tattoo shop that maybe is different than what people stereotypically think about tattoo shops. It's really important to counteract the body negativity in the tattoo industry. I've definitely worked in shops that fell somewhere in the middle, but because that statement wasn't made, sometimes guest artists would come through and just because like there's this idea that you have to be tough and you have to use certain language as a tattoo artist, like some of these artists would bring that energy with them and there were always underhanded comments made because of how somebody looked or somebody's skin color, just all different things. That's a place where I needed to like make the move to start my own space because I realized I couldn't really change that culture in the shops that I was in out of respect to my clients. I think it's really interesting as somebody who has tattoos and has like gone through this process, it's definitely can be like a transformative experience. You know, you're changing your body. It's going to look different the next morning when you wake up than it did that day, right? And something you were talking about is body positivity, and I know that you aim to serve underserved communities a lot in the tattoo industry. Is there something um, you're trying to like create for your clients, some kind of energy that you're trying to give off through your space? Privacy is very important in my space, so I moved to more of a storefront shop space, but I'm making the choice to not make it a walk-in space. I think it's really important when clients are vulnerable and like maybe aren't wearing all of their clothes or in the middle of getting a tattoo that we don't have walk-ins or people disrupting. I have privacy filters on the windows so people can't just see in from the streets. If I'm a client coming in or thinking about getting a tattoo, what are some things I should consider about making sure that would help me make sure that the experience is comfortable and safe for me? First and foremost, make sure the artist works in a style that you're interested in, which doesn't have to do with being a comfortable space. Um, 
if the artist doesn't put anything front and center about um, like whether they're body positive, you can always reach out and ask them. Right now, a lot of artists don't do consultations for bigger tattoos. A lot of the booking is digital. Um, so you might not have the opportunity to meet the artist first, but I think even digitally, it's easier to reach out and say, how do you feel about these things? And if you don't get a response that you like, then that's a great reason to not book with them. If someone's feeling vulnerable while they're getting a tattoo, what is like some advice you wish you could maybe tell them? You know, never be afraid to ask for what you need. So if a tattoo artist isn't providing what you need in terms of a drawing or an interaction, it's just the deposit you're going to be losing. So just stand up for what you need. If you feel you need to walk away from the tattoo and let them keep the deposit for the work that they did, but you know, it's not going to be a long-term decision that you want to accept. I think that's fine. I would say another thing is just always, you know, take a pause also to make those decisions. Like if you need to step away because you're having a hard time with a tattoo and go use the bathroom or step away to make a decision about the drawing for a minute, let yourself do that. If you're in a shop that there's language being used that, you know, you feel offended by or hurt by, I would ask to talk to the shop manager. You might not always get the best response, but I think it's always okay to end your tattoo early, have somebody else finish it if it's really a situation you can't deal with. Mostly, you know, in self-advocacy in a variety of ways, I really encourage that. And I know it can be super intimidating. Is there any kind of tattoo you won't do? There's a lot. <laughs> I mean, I have, like, pretty strong lines with tattoos I will and won't do. I, For me personally, it's important to not do tattoos that I find appropriative in any way. So for me, that means doing tattoos that are of a culture that doesn't relate to myself or my client of like writing in other languages that neither of us understand and neither of us can confirm um tribal tattoos I mean this is one that a lot of artists will do but I I won't do mandalas like I feel like there's this they're beautiful but there is this like meaningless version that is like really popular now and I just don't feel I have the expertise in them or the freedom to say like it's okay to, for me to put those on anybody because it's not my culture you know native american symbols so anything that falls into that category i won't do is there like a tattoo that you really love doing all tattoo artists have this joke that like oh we keep having to do the same tattoo like maybe a year ago like sprigs of lavender were really trendy and like i can just draw like three kinds of lavender out of my head at this point florals and actually i was saying earlier snakes are really in and i love doing snakes too i think like flowers and snakes can be made to fit anybody's body which is perfect for anna i really like your botanical work i keep I'm so excited when I got approved. Well, hopefully you'll enjoy getting tattooed and get more. <laughs> I acknowledge that I have been truthfully represented to the employees, agents, and representatives. Yes, I am over 18, far, far above it. So here's the drawing. It's not fully detailed yet, but okay. it's the outline. It's a dogwood branch. Is it possible to draw a leaf? Like, a leaf coming up? Yeah. All right, are you ready? I don't know. I'm nervous. I talk a lot when I'm nervous. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, oh. So I'll do a little line and just keep breathing. And... I'm not. Oh boy. I'm sorry. I mean, oh. I'm not even touching. I know. It. I know you're not. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm not as cool as I thought I was. <laughs> oh boy. Ooh. Ah. Ah. That's like a. That's like a bee stinging me. That is like. Yeah. 
That's like a bite. As long as I'm not looking at it, it's okay. Trying to get some of this stencil off. <laughs> Is it done? Yep. Wow. It's so cool. Okay, Anna. It's been a little bit of time now. Show me the tattoo. Da, 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 da. Oh, it looks so good. So it's dogwood flowers, right? Yeah, it is. It's, so it's a black line drawing, um, no color, and it's a branch of dogwood. Originally, when she brought out the stencil, it was only the bunch of flowers, but I had her draw on the branch and the leaf on yeah, the spot. Yeah, the branch is really pretty. I, I love, love the it. little lines. Can you tell me why you decided to get this tattoo? Okay, so I got this tattoo for the reason that they tell you to never get a tattoo because I was going through a breakup and wanted to change everything. The more and more self-help and like manifestation and other like post-30s female stuff that I did, I thought I had the deepest reasons for this branch. I was like, oh, it symbolizes my childhood and me turning away from everything I was taught and my freedom and blah, 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 blah. Honestly, though, two weeks later, I have decided that this tattoo is pretty and I like it. And I think that I like it the most because it is right beside my most freckled part of my body, which is uh, my arm here, my right arm has a ton of freckles because I used to sit in the car with uh, the sun shining on the passenger seat right on my arm. It got very freckly and I used to hide it behind my back all the time. So if I would meet anybody new, I would flip my arm around, put it behind my back and especially boys, I'd be afraid of it. Now I've got this giant tattoo drawing even more attention to the what was previously the most shameful part of my body for that me. That is so beautiful. But why dogwood? Okay, so I'm from North Carolina, and the state flower is dogwood. And also, I'm from the Bible Belt, born and raised, evangelical parents. And they always told me that the dogwood used to be a big, giant, awesome tree until Jesus was crucified on it. And then God cursed it to be a tiny baby tree. And I don't necessarily believe that anymore. Um, but it's still a beautiful thing. Like, all of it is. Like, it's a gorgeous flower. It reminds yeah. me of home. It reminds me of how much I've changed. Mm -hmm. um, but how much I can appreciate the entire journey. I love that. I think it's such a, a great message and it's like such an empowering thing too. I know you were like, well, I got it because of a breakup, but I mean, for that reason and this reason, it's really thoughtful yeah. that it also is you kind of declaring, this is me. I'm, I love who I am. Right. As somebody who grew up with, grew up with a lot of body image issues, it's nice that some, like, this big of a decision has become so blasé for me. Like, I just look at it, and I'm like, yeah, I've got this really pretty flower on my arm. Did it meet your expectations? Like, was the process what you thought it was going to be like? Looking back, I was extremely nervous. I thought I was cool. I was not cool. I um, I never thought you were cool. <laughs> not that kind of Not that kind of cool. <laughs> but I didn't think it was going to hurt that much, because I'd heard so many people be like, ah, yes, whatever, good kind of pain. For me, it hurt. But also, it was like a very kind of fleshy, like right on my, um, right by my funny bone sort the of. Funny part. bone hurts. Yeah, I have one near there. Definitely. Uh, yeah. I would do it again, but it's still like when I sat down in the chair and she started, I almost made her stop. Like it, it crossed my mind to just like leave a little squiggle on my arm and leave. <laughs> I've definitely been there too, where I'm like, can I get through this? And you just kind of, you do black out a little bit, but you also are like totally present for this changing moment in your life where you're like okay after this I'm not going to be the same like it's a marker but it 
it represents so much more. Yeah. Have you told your mom? Yeah, I did. And what'd she say? I texted my mom a picture. <laughs> <laughs> she asked, is it real? My mom um, asked that too. I remember my parents were like, no, for yeah, my first tattoo. Is it real? I say yes. And then she just doesn't answer. And so an hour later, I text her, how mad are you on a scale of one to ten? <laughs> and she replies back, one, are you mad I'm not mad? <laughs> That's such a mom, mom yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Such a mom thing. And then she told me to tattoo mom beside of it. Well, do you want to get more tattoos? I kind of do. Yeah. I kind of want to balance out my other arm. Do you feel changed? Do you feel like a new person? I don't know about you, but like every major life change, I always, always ends up underwhelming, but in a really relieving way. That's how I would describe it. Like I wake up every morning and I'm like, hmm, I've got a giant tattoo on my arm. That's cool. Glad I did that. Um, and I think the change itself is that I've become that kind of person who doesn't freak out over this per- big, giant, permanent decision right in front of her face every day. I mean, that's huge growth. That's huge change. Totally. You know, being able to, like, accept change more is a big personal change. Yeah, exactly. So I haven't, like, I don't really spend a lot of time thinking about it, but that in itself marks, like, a whole different Anna than the Anna of... 2017 Anna. That that Anna wasn't great. I liked both Annas, but I'm happy to get to know 2018 Anna a bit more. With a tattoo. With a tattoo. To close things out, our editors have some final words of advice. I didn't put a date on it, but then one day I was like, you know what? Today I'm getting it. And I just went and got it. And I feel like that takes some of the pressure off. Tip your tattoo artist. Try to figure out a spot that's like super, super fleshy and not like veins or like bone. Let the artist do their job. Don't necessarily come in with one single thing that you want to have and you won't make any sort of compromise. See if you can go in like short bursts instead of sitting down for two hours or just get small tattoos like me. That's it for our show. Next week, we're talking about witchcraft. Have you seen a lot of crystals and tarot cards lately? You're not alone. But for a lot of people, witchcraft is far more than what you see on Instagram. It's part cultural heritage, part family history, and part spiritual empowerment. Being a bruja is about understanding where your ancestors came from and telling that story with as much precision and passion as possible so that your roots never die. The Bustle Huddle is produced by Julia Shu and Anna Parsons. We want to hear what you love most about the show. You can reach us at huddle at bustle.com. I'm Caitlin Abert, and if I don't dissolve into a million tiny birds, I'll see you next week.